we oh, yeah, promised you guys that we would be mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. with the Mac, uh, our Mac experience. And uh, somehow we're back. Yes, we are. I got confused there for a second, but yeah. And um, <laughs> there is going to be quite a bit to talk about. Um, yep. We're not going to do... I'm, I'm sure we'll probably get some things saying do iPhone and Android experience. We're not going to do that. Um, I might, to... but we will see. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, because ours is a bit different. Um, In terms of Android, I've always liked stock, which, speaking of stock, Android, (laughs) uh, just a little bit of a hint, in a couple weeks, um, I will be ordering the, uh, I'll be ordering me an Android device. Um, Now, I'm not going to be switching to Android completely, so don't take that. Unlike me. Yes. um, Okay. Let's 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 have some clarification here. I'm using Android as my primary phone, but and this is a big but, um I am not getting rid of iOS in any way. No. Um if my uh, phone, if my XR ever dies, then I will buy another one used because yep. I like the XR while I have the iPod Touch. I need to be able to use the watch. And, you know... And we like our Apple Watches. And some people could say, then get an Android watch, but here's the issue. I don't have experience with those devices, so I'd rather have something that I'm already used to and that I use every day, and I do use my watch every day. Uh, So I could never get rid of the iPhone for that. And Mm. some of the apps I use as well um, are not either not supported on Android or they don't work well um but that's besides the point of this podcast yeah but in a couple weeks um i've already looked i don't know who this is it's... and we're not exactly i i oh, don't even know yet hang on but we're not gonna tell you guys what he gets i mean i'm not gonna be able to i don't know yet i'm just gonna let him surprise me in a few weeks um because uh yeah well um um we um we're not really going to talk about really iOS versus Android because they have their they I wouldn't say they have their they, own they have their own pros is what I like to tell people yes um, they have their own pros and they have their own cons so it just depends on what you want to use yes but in a couple weeks I'm going to be ordering a Android uh, device that. Um, now, I'm a little bit different, because Gabriel is running a Samsung right now, Galaxy S8. Which I don't mind, and I'm planning, if I like it, more. I mean, I'm enjoying it right now, which is surprisingly. Because if you would have asked me five years ago whether I'd be switching to Android, I would have told you you're bloody crazy. Um, but, you know, I don't mind Samsung experience and the fact that Voice Assistant... I find is a little bit better in terms compared to TalkBack, and it's a little more comparable yeah, to I, um, its, iOS on, and VoiceOver. On its OS. Um, 
it, but it, it works very yes. well in, inside of its OS. But mm-hmm. I'm but somebody is... who, ever since I have first experienced stock vanilla Android, um, and I'm when I mean stock, I don't mean modified. And you're going, oh, well, Samsung doesn't modify Android all that much. I want you to think about that statement again. Um, because in a lot of ways they do. Um, the bootloader changes, the ways, uh, you know, that your home screen is different. There's a lot of things that make um, stock Android a lot different than Samsung. And what I'm hoping to do in a couple weeks is when I order my phone that will be running stock, it will be rooted, by the way, uh, with a ROM that will allow it to run stock. I plan, I, what I would like to do is to have Gabriel and I go over the differences between stock, stock Android and, and Samsung, uh, Samsung and One UI. Yes. Um, I was going to say, actually, we could do that because... We could compare stock Android to One UI to Samsung Experience because I have my old A5 still running drawer. So Correct. we could do that if we wanted to. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see because he is right. They do change, every, you know, One UI, the next version of One UI is Android 10. And yeah, he, he is right. They do change um, a lot when they do one UI updates like this. But, I mean, the purpose of this podcast, I don't, we got majorly off, to- off topic. We but, did, but it's random anyway, so who cares? Yeah. The um, <laughs> intention of this podcast was to kind of give an account on our experiences with um, Mac OS. Uh, we're not going to include iOS, watchOS, anything like that here. No. Mm-mm. Um. It's now, this podcast is going to be solely dedicated on Mac OS and Mac computers and you know what our experience is what we like what we don't like about Mac OS um it's just going to be a Mac OS filled podcast yes now i mean this episode. is an operating system that Gabriel and I have already talked about that we could not yes get rid of yep and we're going to talk about why in this recording yeah. as well, because there's a lot of reasons why. Yeah, see, iOS, if I had to, I could do it since I'm already using Android. But Mac OS, I, I won't. Let's just say if, you know, I can't afford my own Mac yet and my parents refuse to get me a new one once mine either dies or I just can't take it anymore, I will not be able to go without a Mac. Because of the reasons we will outline. So let's. I'll. I I can go first. Um, Yeah, that's fine. I must mention I also have a podcast. Um, If you go to anchor.fm slash Creighton. Yes, we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, And uh, in fact, Gabriel, I'll put this podcast into open drive so you can have it because you're a lot better than at links than i am uh 
because uh, we're we're probably going to link to probably yes. a couple things. But anyway, I, yeah, I it's a little it in, bit easier. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it in it. our Open Drive folder. That's right. Yep. That we have. But, Just send me the raw file, then, and I can edit it. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, okay. But anyway, um, so how do I want to put this in in a in the nicest way that I know how? Gabriel and I will still keep up and use Windows. Um, I kind of have to. And there are things that, for me, in terms of um, certain work things, not all, but certain work things, um, especially when it comes to Bible libraries and when it comes to uh, different things of that nature... Uh, what I use Windows for. Um, plus, there's a couple of, of friends of Gabriel and mine who still use Windows on a day-to-day basis. And so, in order to work with them, we have to keep yes. up with Windows. Um, now, yes. if him and I had it our way, nah. I I really if, wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have much to do with Windows at all. Yeah, see that's and this is what I tell people: if I don't play games on Windows at all, uh, I would not have any Windows computers right now. But the thing is, since I'm planning, I don't know if this is going to go through yet. But since I'm planning to go and do IT. It's good to know Windows, Mac, and Linux. Mainly Windows, because a lot of industries these days, you'll, it's rare to see a Mac it's rare to see being Mac used. And, and, and Linux. Business. Mac is more yeah. used for the education market and for the personal, yes. but that's how Mac OS has always been. Um, there are is, some businesses I've seen that have used them, mm-hmm. but it's very, very rare. Yeah, and so you you have to, you know, keep that in mind. Yes. Oh goodness. Um. Anyway, I'll decline that invite later. Uh. Anyway, so let 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 I figured I would get that out of the way. I don't despise Windows, but there's a lot of things that if I had to use Windows full time, I just I wouldn't be happy about. Let me just put it yeah. to you that way. And we'll go over a couple of them later. So and that's when I compare first, Windows. yeah, um, when I heard first heard about Mac OS um, and that it had a built-in screen reader um, was actually on the old www.blindcooltech.com website, and it is no longer around anymore. But um, Back when it was, I heard a podcast on voiceover, and there was a lot to do with um, voiceover. Um, Mike Arrigo, who really doesn't uh, do a lot with uh, Mac tutorials now, um, did an excellent set of tutorials on voiceover and um you know he covered web browsing um anytime a new os would come out um he would cover that 
and uh, but anyway, it was just it's a it's a neat um, and um, it, it was a neat set of tutorials, and I know a lot of people uh, today still uh, want to find those. And um, if any of you are curious, I can zip those up and send those people's ways. There's 14 of them. Um, however, the 14th one I probably won't include, mainly because it has to do with installing Lion. Although I guess if you wanted to hear that one, you most I could most certainly put it in there. And there's also one on installing. Snow either Leopard. that, either that, or we can demonst demonstrate how to install macOS at some point when I have uh -oh. to reformat. I can demonstrate that myself if I need to. Gabriel, Matt's coming on. Can you move us? Yes. Okay. Thank you. We got that under control. Um, so, um, that's how I first found out about it. And then I remember... Uh, we had a helper back at in uh, eighth grade that would travel with us from class to class, and um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he had a MacBook Pro. Uh, he had bought it brand new from 2011, actually, and it came installed with macOS 10.7 Lion. It when I first laid hands on it, it was really a beautiful system. And I played with it and explored a little bit on how it worked. And once I figured out how it exactly worked... You fell in love. I there. fell in love with macOS. And I had it in the back of my mind that eventually I was going to be going with macOS. Mm -hmm. Um... And um, at the time, I was a heavy, heavy Windows user, but there were starting to be some things that I really didn't like um, about Windows. I knew that Microsoft was heading into the whole cloud thing, and if you didn't use the cloud, it didn't work right. And um, people claim that about Mac OS too, but the truth of the uh, reality is that you don't need the cloud in order for um, Mac OS to work. In fact, you can use it without an Apple ID if you wanted. Um, yes. So, you know, that's when Microsoft SkyDrive came out. Oh, boy. Um, and a whole bunch of these other services. And I got really tired of Windows, and um, so we, my dad and I talked about it, and um, I had uh, showed him where Mac, when you buy a brand new Mac, they started doing this, I think back in 2012, uh, back when the App Store got a big update, and um, it got a humongous update, and um, it, it was um, beautiful, and they started uh, allowing people to get, you know, pages and Keynote and basically the whole iLife suite. 
at that time iPhoto and all that. I work, yeah. Um, iPhoto, work by the I way, is, is no longer a thing. No. It is now the Photos app. Um, yes, but it used and to be it has separate. been for a while. Um, since Yosemite, because I can remember yep. when they changed it. But anyway, I got my first MacBook Air in 2014. It came with, um, it was your base model, so it had the base processor, base RAM, base hard drive, but I fell in love with that machine so much, and I used it for, well, everything. Uh, and when I mean everything, I mean everything. Um, I used, I immediately, that weekend when I got it, immediately took it into school on Monday. Um, immediately connected it to, uh, uh, their Wi-Fi. Immediately, um, you know, went in and, um, um, you know, just started using it and... I really haven't looked back since. Now, of course, on Windows, there there was one thing that I did purchase when Freedom Scientific came out with it. When they came out with the annual license, licensing of JAWS, and you could do it through the web and activate a computer that way, I did purchase that, but that wasn't nearly $1,000, you know, if you were buying the actual, actual, actual license. But... Um, I've enjoyed Mac since. I've went through several of them, have loved all of them, and um, you know now I'm only running one Mac, a MacBook Pro, uh, 1.4 gigahertz quad core with a nice SSD and a nice amount of RAM. So I'm very happy with my Mac, um, and uh, always will be, and I'll always find a way to um, get a hold of a new Mac. But anyway, folks, now I'm going to pass it on to Gabriel, and then we're going to talk about what we both use our Macs for. Yes. Um, so mine, uh, it started off, um, you know, I was using um, my little iPod Touch, and I was going through YouTube, and I was, I think, I don't remember what I was searching. I think I was searching how to use, like, you know, tips to using voiceover because I was new to it at the time. And I saw using voiceover on the Mac. And that was on Mac OS X Snow Leopard. And that was made by uh, Gallagher123123 on YouTube. Um, and I saw him doing the demonstration um, on Mac OS X Snow, Snow Leopard. And you know, finding that it did come with its own screen reader. You know, I did a little more research. At the time, I couldn't find too many demos on YouTube um, of voiceover besides his and a few other people's, and they were a little, you know, I wanted to know more. And eventually, you know, like Creighton, I had, you know, I hadn't used the Mac, um, I hadn't used the Mac prior, so, you know, every time I'd go into the Apple Store, I'd kind of explore them a little bit and, you know, did all that. My cousin, they had a Mac, uh, an old, thick iMac like I have now. I You know, it was mid to late 2000s iMac, maybe earlier. 
Um, it had to be at least a 2007, 2008 version um, running Leopard still, uh, funny enough. And, you know, I messed with that for a little bit. Obviously, I didn't really know what I was doing besides just navigating and playing around with different apps. And then, uh, eventually, I talked to my parents about getting a Mac, and they they were saying, you know, maybe you're not ready for it yet, you know, and it's a little expensive, which it is. Um, so I endured a very long time seeing demonstrations of macOS and seeing people. I hadn't really been talking to Creighton a lot, you know, when that was happening, but seeing people using Mac, and I was like, I want one so bad. But, you know, that didn't happen because they're they're not cheap. They're not. And, no. um, you know, after that, ooh, learning, you know, how to set up virtual machines. I, my HP, for some reason, didn't support it, so I used my school laptop for VMware, and I managed to run macOS 10 Lion, and that's really where I started r- learning how to use the Mac and, you know, learning how to do everything. Um, and then, you know, after that, I was using, on Yosemite, I believe, I was using a friend of mine. His dad has a MacBook Pro. I don't know if he still has it today, but he had a MacBook Pro in that. Every time I'd go there, I'd, you know, mess with it a little bit. I would, you know, screw around, mess with it. They had Skype on there, so Creighton remembers I used to log in on their mm-hmm. um, computer and, you know, enjoy Mac OS. And it, it was beautiful. I loved it. Um, wished I could have a Mac more. Um, and then sixth grade rolled around. You know, I, I didn't know that year that I was going to touch my teacher that much, you know, you know, touch his heart that much, you know, seeing me and he, he's never worked with a blind student before. And, you know, seeing how I was, I didn't know I was going to get student of the year last year. Uh, in his class, but I did. And that's when I got this puppy. And it's been lasting me ever since. It's it's a really nice computer. I mean, yes, I do want a new computer at some point, but I don't plan on getting rid of this, you know, given the circumstances. I, I, I'd love to keep this in my possession, unless it's absolutely far gone and dead. You know, hard drive failed and I can't be bothered to replace it. That's the only time I get rid of it. But as long as this thing is still working, I'd love to keep it because, you know, it has some sentimental value to me. You know, even though Student of the Year, you know, isn't as special as getting, you know, valid Victorian when you're graduating high school, it's still special to me in the fact that this A was my first Mac and B is because I managed to, you know, be in the life of my teacher and he decided it I would be a good recipient for student of the year and that and honor roll in eighth grade were my only two awards in school so that's that's kind of special because I I don't get as many of them but that's not really the point the point is I got a Mac and I enjoy it today and you know love to keep going on with the Mac ecosystem you know, I may I may be using Android for most of my stuff phone-wise, even though I'm planning to keep an iPhone. 
the Mac is something I could literally never get rid of. I I couldn't live that well without a Mac because, you know, all the audio editing I do, all the video stuff I do, I need the Mac for that stuff because the Mac really works well with iMovie, with ScreenFlow, with QuickTime Player. It works very well with the software, and that's why I couldn't go to my Mac at all. Yes. Um, um. It's, it's a really nice machine, and... I, I don't regret getting it at all. The only thing I do regret is going for a lower storage option, but hey, it's my first Mac. I didn't know any better. I thought, you know, I thought, you know, oh, 128 is going to be good enough, and it's cheaper, but next Mac, if I'm still with my parents, I'm going to I'm gonna persuade them to get me a slightly better Mac. You know, it may not be, you know, quad-core i7 with 16 gigs of RAM and a 512 gig SSD. It might be the top level i5 with 8 gigs of ram and a 512 ssd cuz that's sure going to be cheaper than the spec i want but you know i i want something that's going to you know continue making me happy using a computer because yes windows has its you know a lot of games are su- only supported on windows but when it comes to um when it comes to a productive standpoint in my mm-hmm. opinion it mac wins hands down once you get used to it yes it does um and um you know we it's funny cuz all the things that gabriel mentioned audio editing now he does a lot more video editing but i that i do but you know video editing with iMovie and and um you know, of course, screen if flow, I wanted yeah. it, I could grab the screen flow. Um, and, um, you know, just so many other apps um, that that Gabriel and I use. Loopback, um, which is very much like virtual audio cable, but has a lot more in terms of yes. doing things with it. And it's um, a lot better, in my opinion. And um, Amadeus Pro... Um, I can tell you that, um, Amadeus, um, is really good in terms of audio, audio editing. I like its copy and paste, especially a lot better than what you have to do in Globewave without having to put a, um, a marker. All you have to do is move your insertion point down to where the play, uh, bar is and just paste and it'll paste it right for you. I'm with Gold Wave. You have to hump, you have to go through a couple hoops, but um, you know we use Pages, which is the Apple word processor. We like it very well, uh, very, uh, very, very, very usable with Voiceover. Um, very reading uh, Voiceover reads uh, very much um, everything that you'd want. Um, we also use, um, you know, Amadeus. Um, we talked about yes. Loopback already uh, for audio routing um, and podcasts like this. In fact, if you listen to the one that I did on SoundSource, you will know that that was done with Loopback. I didn't have to monitor anything. I just used the Mac just normal. And um, uh, it worked very well. Um, we use 
sound source if you want to hear more about that listen to the podcast please um yes. but basically it's a windows volume control on steroids um i use the mail client that's built in because unlike windows yep. mail uh <laughs> It doesn't. Windows suck. Mail is a wreck. Mac Mail, you can get stuff done, um, and um, and uh, on Windows, by the way, I use Outlook because it's actually the only one that works very well. Thunderbird is a massive ne- uh, Thunderbird is a massive mess. Okay, say that ten times fast. Yeah, it's it's. I don't mind it, but it's it's a resource hog. That's what it is. You need, I would say, 8 gigs of RAM or more in order to run Thunderbird properly. Um, and um, it, it is a resource hog. Outlook on Windows is a whole lot better. And, of course, that comes with my Office package that I use, Office 365. <laughs> my computer doesn't more about like it that. much, but, you know. Uh... You know, listen to the podcast, and I will yeah, find it because I'm not putting links for because we're not yeah we're not <laughs> going to put links to that. Um, it's easy enough to find anyway. <laughs> yes, but um, you know we use Keynote, which is like PowerPoint. Um, works yeah. very well with VoiceOver. Um, yes. <clears throat> let's see. Um, you know, we use the built-in web browser, Safari, because unlike Microsoft Edge, Safari, well, has a whole bunch of neat stuff. In my um, case, I use both Safari and Chrome And Chrome. Mm-hmm. Um, Chrome, I use a lot more on Windows uh, than I do Mac. Um, but uh, on Mac, I use Safari. But I can say from personal experience, back when I used, I used Chrome a lot on Mac back when I used to do a lot of casting. And um, our, we uh, have a video on our YouTube channel about that. I go over how to cast from within Chrome. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see. We, we, we do use TeamTalk on the Mac. However, I'm on Windows right now because I was doing something on here. Um, yeah, not on productive, Mac. by the way. Course, uh, um, yeah, I am on Mac right now, as you heard earlier in the podcast with the um, you know, the trash noises, me moving stuff and clearing the trash. That was me, and I am on the Mac, and I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, um, I've used Terminal a lot back when I used to do a lot of SSH into servers. Yes. Um. Now. I really don't use this app anymore, or I haven't had, let me put it to you this way, I haven't had a need for it yet, but it's one that I like to use if I want to connect cloud storage services like Dropbox, OneDrive, all that to the Mac, Uh, Transmit. Which I am using right now. <laughs> Looking through Google Drive, but um, I love 
Yes. Transmit. Transmit is I bought a it as soon as I could, and it's it's a beautiful app. Um, I yes. might write it's to a must-have if you do a lot of. It's a must-have if you do a lot of cloud stuff, but some of the apps like Dropbox and back, back up at the sink aren't the greatest. They're good apps no. for that, and they're good also for SSH. You know, if you're SSHing into a server, but you want a GUI to see all, you know, the file structure. You know, it's good for that. And if you have an FTP running as a web hosting server, you can use you can that to manage it as well. It and it's that. it's a really nice program. Because one of the neat things that it has compared to if you were to use like FTP in the Finder, which FTP in the Finder is nice. Um, and, for read-only uh, stuff. Yes, for read-only things. Uh, you can't upload... Uh, you can't upload through that. And so transmit... Unfortunately. Um, Transmit really takes away all that. Um, but it, it's it's transmits a beautiful app for that um, because it has a table for your local and then your remote, and all of the things that you you need are labeled completely. So um, let's see what else do we use. Um, Oh, I use an app on the Mac for the occasional torrenting I do. I use an app called Falks. It works a lot better than BitTorrent or uTorrent ever did. Um, if I get premium, I can search for torrents directly from the program. It's very, very accessible. Um, and it's an overall good program, but I'm not... For the amount of torrenting I do, I'm not going to pay for it, because I don't do it. I try not to do it too often, obviously, because if, even if I use a VPN, if I get caught, I'm screwed. And besides, a lot of the stuff I need anyway, Creighton has. And most of the time, he's willing to share, so... Yes, you because, know. and it's funny, because a lot of programs that I buy, um, they're... There was one exception of one program uh, that I bought um, just for me, and it's one that I don't distribute, um, which is is uh, Jaws. Exactly. Um, that's one that I will not distribute, but I bought that for me and for my case. Yes. Um, but anyway, all the other programs like... Gold Wave, uh, which isn't a Mac thing, but just That's as an all example, by Amadeus um, and stuff. Anyway, Amadeus, uh, all that, you know that that's we. I bought that uh, for us, and um, yes. when I buy a program now, um, I buy it for Gabriel and I for us to review and to go over. And if we um, know, we both will benefit from it. Then we both use it. Yep. Um, but uh, we we really just use our Mac for really the same thing. It's to get things done. Um, it just works so well. And um, I like it a lot. Um, it it just. It, it runs things like it should very well, and uh, I couldn't be more happier uh, with macOS. Now, I will tell you that it, is there a shortcoming um, 
to using voiceover. Yes, but it's very, to me it's minor, to some it might not be. Especially those that have been spoiled for years. Whoops. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, voiceover only gets updated when there is macOS software updates. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, if you want an OS that you get spoiled on, then go ahead and uh, do Windows. But let me tell you guys something. Mac OS really still, in a lot of ways, leads the way in how a screen reader should operate when it comes to um, the operation of um, how things should work in, in terms of screen readers uh, built in. Now, it doesn't have all the neat little uh, spoily shortcuts that that Windows screen readers have, you know, uh, it, it really doesn't. Um, it, it it's funny because a lot of the commands now it does have some of its own commands. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of its commands are uh, just based upon Mac OS, um, and uh, that that's what makes it unique. Um, but I really like Mac OS mm -hmm. a lot. Um, let's see, what else can I say? I just, when I want to get something done, just hop on the Mac. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I use iCloud a lot. Of course, you can as I stated earlier, you don't have to use it. You can completely take that whole thing off. Yep. And um, you can even remove, you know, iCloud Drive from your Finder sidebar. That's easy enough to do. But um, I'm very happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am as well. And uh, even though the price has been expensive, I want each of us to remember that when it comes to Mac, um, when it comes to Mac, Mac has always been pretty expensive, and so have PCs, if you get really nice ones. You know, if you really want to spec it really good, uh, you're going to pay a lot. Um, especially because of the uh, economy that we're in right now and uh, the market that mm -hmm. we have right now, you're going to pay a lot. Um, but in the end, I will tell you that because I did pay what I paid on my Mac, it has been worth it. It it is it it is it has been totally worth it. Um, I love every minute of it. And I think that it is absolutely incredible. And, um, you know, like I said, I'd, I'd get a whole other Mac right now. Um, it, it's just so beautiful. It really is. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, we could sit here and talk about, you know, all we, we went through all the apps that we use. You know, we even use the built-in apps like FaceTime, Dictionary. We use all those. Yes. 
but really, I guess our best encouragement is for you to just go to an Apple store if you have one near and you know a friend who has a Mac, uh, just play with it. And, uh, oh, yeah. hi, Windows. Um, Defender. Or Windows Security. Uh, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, but anyway. Same thing. Um, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. In terms of Mac stuff. This is going to be a very big file. Yes, but oh well. It can, it can upload. Let's just hope it's under 100 megs. I believe it, it would be. Oh, that's right, because Anchor throws a fit, don't they? Yes. They do. But, oh. yeah, I think it'll be under under 100 megs. But anyway, folks, that'll be it. And we're pretty much done here. And, oh, uh, we will have some podcasts in the near future, so stick around, kids. Thank you for listening to this edition of the CG Tech Podcast with Creighton and Gabriel. To contact us, please email cgbotech at gmail.com. To email Gabriel directly, please email him at g.aria at iCloud.com. We hope you enjoyed and we look forward to seeing you all in the next podcast.